Man, McKay, I remember I was in uh, Turkey. Um, I was in Istanbul with my wife and my little guy, too. He's five months old. He's with me. Uh, you know what the Grand Bazaar is? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like the the like the main marketplace in uh Istanbul. Yeah, it's I'm, in um it's like this crazy, yeah, this ridiculous like spectacle of like a marketplace, bro. Um it's it's unbelievable. It's um literally famous around the world and uh you can see it in the movie um Argo. You can see it in, um, I'm pretty sure there's a James Bond movie where he's like whipping a motorcycle through the Grand Bazaar. Uh, um, if it's not James Bond, it's uh, your boy Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's boy, in one of those kind of movies, yeah. I think Taken, I think your boy Taken 5, Taken 7, <laughs> Taken, you're an irresponsible parent, uh, takes place in Istanbul, yeah. I think you see it. But it's this crazy, crazy, crazy marketplace that goes on for miles and it's like... Um, it's almost feels like part of it feels like it's in a cavern. Like it's really interesting. Um, but I remember, bro, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this. I'm in there and there's people crowded everywhere and there's merch everywhere, like stuff to buy everywhere from rugs to spices. There's different colors everywhere from pictures to suits to Turkish delights to on and on and on. Bro, I walk in the, in this like cavern where it's like shops for, and, and stands for miles, like as far as I could see. And I look and to the right catches my eye. There's this small picture of Jesus. Uh, admittedly, I think it was kind of more of the Swedish version of Jesus, but hey, <laughs> like, you know, they're trying. Um, a small picture in like, you know, like a gold frame or something. And it was kind of like, or usually was surrounded by like soccer jerseys and like, mm-hmm. you know, like a sword or something like that. Like all this like random tourist stuff. But there's this little picture of Jesus in this sea of merch. And I was like, it, that is like, that is something so profound to me. Like that is like a metaphor, bro. Like, cause Jesus is I worship Jesus. Like that's who I've given my life to. Right. Mm -hmm. He's the most important person in my life. Um, and when I read the scriptures, like when you read the Bible and you, and you see the character that is presented in Jesus and what the Bible says about him, I was like, man, if that doesn't like preach of like, this is what the world, how the world, much of the world sees Jesus is he's just this like random character that, you know, you line him up next to the Avengers. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like where he could fit. Like, you know, there's Dr. Strange here and then, you know, (laughs) Jesus here. And like, uh, I'm trying to think of another one. Um, I don't know, like one of the, one of the other guys, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's profound. I almost feel like he's like one of the kind of like, well, throughout the world yes but like specifically in america he's one of those kind of random characters that's like you have the you have the new year's baby you have the easter bunny you have uncle sam for fourth of july you got jesus you got the turkey for thanksgiving and you got (laughs) jesus for christmas you know like that's just kind of how in my experience outside of the church how people approach jesus of like oh hey that's 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 uh that's homeboy. Him and Santa Claus talk about all the good people and they deliver presents to those people. <laughs> Dude, I know. It's an interesting thing, man. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it was interesting because like, 
you know that scene from Talladega Nights where they're like praying? <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, that was cultural commentary. I didn't know it at the time. Like when I saw it, when I saw it when I was in high school, I was like, man, my mom would be so upset with me right now. She knew I was watching this scene. <laughs> you know, Dude, that's what's going through my head. I had the, I had the same reaction. I was like, I, my mom can never know that I watched this movie. Like, bro, my pastor, oh my gosh, my pastor about to pull me aside after <laughs> service. <laughs> but, dude, it's cultural commentary. Like, if you think back to that scene, they're like praying. One, they're praying to baby Jesus. So to your point, the, the right. American figure is only mentioned really at Christmas. He doesn't even get Easter, bro. That's like the most yeah. important part. And the bunny jacked his spot. Like, yeah. what the frick, dude? Man. Um, sorry, that's a side note. But uh, then you remember how they're like, man, I like my Jesus. Like, I like my Jesus who parties because I like to party. Yeah. And like... Mm-hmm. At the time, I thought it was, and maybe they meant it as disrespectful, but looking at it now, I'm like, that was commentary. Like, that was cultural commentary on, like, how America deals with Jesus. Like, you make the version you like. That's Mm -hmm. what you do with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, even in that scene, um, the, the adults are all talking about their Jesus, and... The, the disrespectful kids chime in of like, yeah, I think of Jesus wearing, you know, a tuxedo t-shirt where it's like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm kind of formal, but I also like to party. <laughs> yeah. And one of, looking back at it, one of the most interesting things about that scene in, in Talladega Nights is like they have, uh, I'm pretty sure it's like Will Ferrell's wife's father. So it's his father-in-law. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's sitting in there and he, you know, he's older in a wheelchair, whatever. And he starts going off about how these guys are all being disrespectful. And he's, yeah. and they're all just like, ah, oh, you crazy old man. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. He's so like, what is wrong with you? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you just, you, yeah. I mean, that is a very good point. It's like definitely cultural commentary on like how the whole United, well, I mean, I would say the whole world, but the whole United States really approaches uh, Jesus. Yeah, hundred percent. Boom. Yo, this is a privilege. When you click that download button, when you click that save button, when you click that play button, my thoughts and McKay's thoughts, my co-host of this podcast, just got sent to your smartphone to connect with you while you're driving, maybe you're cooking, maybe you're cleaning, maybe you're going on a walk. Either way, we're just excited to be in your eardrum right now. Uh, and we have a dope conversation for you because we are the Bible is Dope podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for checking us out and downloading this episode. Uh, welcome. Again, here's the mission statement of our podcast. We are a podcast that is dedicated to providing creative and intelligent conversations on how the teachings of the Bible are relevant in our modern day and age. The whole thing, like the whole mission for McKay and I, if you ask us what's the formula, what are we trying to get at? Man, our hope is that we just give people this impression and in reality that like, man, the Bible actually has some incredible content in itself that can really, really speak to us in our modern day and age. Um, we live in a time where most people don't read the Bible. They have no idea what it says. They're mainly dealing with uh, he said, she said stuff. And so on this podcast, our hope is that with every episode, you'd walk away being like, yo, wow, the Bible actually has an interesting perspective on this issue or this problem or this idea. Um, And so today you are listening to our current series called Jesus Peace, where McKay and I are talking about the life 
and person of Jesus, who he was, what he did, and why it matters to you. And so on this episode, McKay and I talk a little bit about the misconceptions a lot of people have about Jesus in our modern age. Um, You'll find some funny stuff in there, all the way from what Ricky Bobby has to say about Jesus to maybe what some of the more progressive folks, uh, maybe in California or you know, Pacific Northwest, shout out to the hood, um, would have to say about him. So we talk a little bit about misconceptions, and then we talk about really, hey, who does Jesus say that he is in the Bible, um, and you know, what should we make of that? Um, and what you'll find is that Jesus is a li- probably a little bit different than what you've been told. And so, anyway, we're glad you're rocking with us. Welcome to the Bible is Dope podcast. I know you're going to love this conversation. Appreciate you being here. Peace. He puts it all on the line. Like, if Jesus did not rise from the dead, we are foolish. Dude, we're basically giving up our lives to follow some king that we think is risen from the dead. And so I'm like, yo, that, dude, that's hard. Like, what other, what other, like, religion does that about itself? freaking refrigerator makes demon noises dude <laughs> my goodness i tell you what um i might keep that in the podcast just to entertain the people <laughs> one day we'll have a podcast studio mark my words right one now day. this is the kitchen table with some editing finesse so one one day we'll have the studio and i was going to mention this earlier but it just didn't actually fit in the conversation it, and it. i'm 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 going to speak it into an existence uh yep. right now I'm that's gonna have another version s- of jesus as well the prosperity magic jesus that hey. you know pulls things out of a hat for you shout out to uh my boy joel olstein um, <laughs> <laughs> but i will have that little soundboard that goes with the uh, podcasting all the time so every time there's there's a bar dropped or we we drop some nugs there's going to be like uh a little, a little sound effect to go with that. I'm telling but you, we're on our way, man. We're on our way. That's what the, yeah, we've heard, we've heard the feedback. People are here. The people are coming for these podcasts, man. Um, McKay, this is, this, uh, takes us to a good spot. So I'm thinking we're going to talk about Jesus. We, we're, we're going to talk about for our listeners, McKay and I want to do kind of a series of episodes that we, we wanted to title Jesus piece. Like, uh, the way Biggie says it, like Cubans with the Jesus piece or, uh, mm-hmm. I was listening to Kanye today on that Jeezy record uh, put on. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that song's hard. I forgot I know, about dude. that one. Oh, Bro, man. He, yeah, it's kind of funny, like, thinking about where Ye is at right now. But in that song, that was like, that was like my guy. That was like 2005 or something like that. I something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put on, yeah. But Kanye's verse, dude, he's like, um, what does he say? He's like, uh. I gotta look up these lyrics. I can pull it up. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, pull up the lyrics. I'm trying to remember it off the top. I was gonna do it, man. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. Okay, I got. I got this. I got the money and the fame, and that don't mean. I got the Jesus on the chain, and that don't mean. And then he says, because when you're Jesus, pieces can't bring me peace. I was like, whoa, like he had a bar there, man. Like, that's exactly the point. Like, this is what I think he's getting at. I mean, it's such a great line, but I think what he's getting at is like, um, those are, those are icons. That's just, that's just religious 
those are just relics. Like that's just like paraphernalia. Like that's like superstition at that point. And mm-hmm. that's what he's getting at is like, you know, I've it, wearing a Jesus piece or whatever is like, or, or some sort of like, if it's prayer beads or whatever, like that's just religion. That's just superstition. That's just you kind of being pious without really an aim. I think what Kanye's getting at is like, I've got this Jesus piece, but it doesn't bring me peace. Um, yeah. you know, such a great play on words, but yeah. F- so for our listeners, like McKay and I were like, man, let's, you know, we're hopping into kind of a new wave, uh, for this podcast. We're like, we want to talk, we want to, you know, go through stories of the Bible. We want to chop them up, um, help people see and, and just like how dope the stories of the Bible are, how fun they are, how much they can actually speak to us in our day-to-day lives. And so specifically we're like, yo, let's start with the main character. Let's start with Jesus. Um, again, most people probably don't know he's the main character. Like, it's funny. I like nowadays they probably don't know. Any, like it's about him. Uh, spoiler, oh, that's what the Bible's about. It's about Jesus. <laughs> um, and so we're going to get into that, but bro, I'm thinking like a nice, uh, warm up, a nice warm up for talking about who the Bible says Jesus is, who Jesus says he is. It's, I love it when people like tell Jesus, they, they tell yeah. you who Jesus is. And I'm like, did you read what he said about himself, bruh? Like, they're like, no, I don't believe that's that was written by someone else. But this verse over here, I like this verse and that is trustworthy. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. One, uh, <laughs> one of my biggest pet peeves is when, <clears throat> excuse me. One of my biggest pet peeves is when people use the year we are in as a basis uh, for reasoning their, their point. You know, so those, you know, back in 2016, you're hearing, oh, it's 2016. We don't accept this anymore. Now yeah. it's, oh, it's, it's, it's 2020. Now we know this about Jesus or that about Jesus. Now we know this about science, you know, all those kind of things. And like, what is 2020? That's 2020 what? shows you we know nothing, bro. Look at that. <laughs> what do you mean 2020? 2020 proves that we as humans know nothing. But at that same point, it's like the, the people that I, that I'm seeing say like, oh, it's 2020. Now we know this about Jesus are the same people that didn't look at the one book that Jesus was like, yo, this is me. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, I'm telling they, you, they, man. They, they skip over his opportunity to explain himself and are like, oh, no, 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 no. We, we know about, we know this about him now because <laughs> I because I have access to Google. <laughs> yeah, man. And like, yeah, we're, we're very selective with history. Like we, everyone's selective with history. It's like this great line by, uh, artist, this artist I like named Shobaraka. And he's like, um, you can disagree with history, but can't change it. And I love it because it's so cheeky. It's like, dude, we just cherry pick what we want to focus on. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Whatever fits our narrative and our, our way we want to view the world. Um, you know, rather than like, yeah, actually kind of wrestling with maybe some inconvenient truths. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about that. Like, Hey man. Uh, actually there's a brilliant, um, point like, again, like people don't know this stuff's in the Bible, but, uh, I read it this morning and it's in, um, the new Testament and it's where the apostle Paul, uh, who is like the main writer of the new Testament, he talks about like, bro, he puts it all on the line. Like if Jesus did not rise from the dead, we are foolish. Like mm-hmm. everyone should make fun of us. That's literally what he tells his Christian friends. Cause right. he's saying like, dude, we're basically giving up our lives, the good life, you know, that everyone else is espousing 
um, to follow some king that we think is risen from the dead. And so I'm like, yo, that dude, that's hard. Like what other, what other like religion does that about itself? Like which other codified, codified, I don't know if I said that right, but which other (laughs) book in a religious system with its doctrine, which one tells you, bruh, which one has a writer saying it's, it's all on this right here. And if it's not true, everyone should laugh at us. Dude, that's hard. Yeah. That's well, hard, bro. I mean, that Paul's ahead of his time too. Cause that's a very good point. There's, I'm, I'm going to speak to my, my Gen Zers and millennial friends right now. Um, Mike, I don't know if you've heard about this game, but there's a really popular game that's online mobile, uh, as well called among us. And mm. the point of the point of the game is there's a group of like little spacemen. Um, and there's usually 10 people, um, depending on your settings, there can be two imposters, one, whatever. Okay. And the goal of everyone else is to find out who the imposter is. Yeah. And the, the imposter goes running around and tries to kill off all of the crew members without getting caught. And Paul, oh man, Paul's such a G because that basis of reasoning and, and, um, I guess logic, I guess, um, is used in this game all the time. I see it all the time. I play it, you know, a couple times a day with a lot of my students from Frontside, uh, the high school ministry at Sandals. And sometimes I'll play the random players. And a lot of the players are like, hey, if it's, if this guy isn't the imposter, like vote me out. Cause I'm, Oy. cause I'm lying to you. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like Paul's kind of saying that same thing of like, Hey, if this didn't really happen, then don't listen to me because Dude. then, then we just look foolish. I know. And people, <laughs> bro, like they were upfront about what it like, yo, for everybody who just kind of like believes what, uh, Joe Rogan has to say on theology, like again, you remember back in the day when you actually like reference people who like try to be an expert in their field. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Joe Rogan for MMA advice. I don't need to go to Joe Rogan for theology. Okay. Like additionally, let's just talk about how like your boy can trip on mushrooms and other hallucinogens and talk about these exciting spiritual experiences he has and then yell at Christians for being stupid because we think Jesus came back from dead. I'm like, are you serious? Like, Like you can talk about things that you're seeing in your ice bath while you're tripping and mm-hmm. you're like, man, that tells us something about uh, the afterlife. I'm like, what? Like, I literally heard him say that. I was like, how can you be like, with the, why am I weird? Like, you, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? But dude, the I, I found the verse. This is so hard. I want to say this. I think it's a great intro. It's in 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15, it says, and this is the apostle Paul talking. And he goes, but tell me this, since we preach that Christ rose from the dead, Why are some of you saying there will be no resurrection of the dead? For if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, then all our preaching is useless and your faith is useless. And we apostles would all be lying about God, for we have said that God raised Christ from the grave. But that can't be true if there's no resurrection of the dead. And if there's no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless and you are still guilty of your sins. In that case, all who have died believing in Christ are lost. And if our hope in Christ is only for this life, we are more to be pitied than anyone in the world. Bro, he's like, he puts it all on the line, dude. Like, every, like a, lo- a lot of people paint this picture of, 
you know, these early Christians as like uh, running a scam on people, like, you know, just for money and power. Excuse me, dude, they got killed for being a Christian. Like, you got killed for that, son. Like, you didn't get a mean, like, no one sent you a mean comment on Instagram back then. Like, <laughs> if you if you were found to be associated with the church, with other people who said Jesus is king, brother, they got eaten by lions in the freaking gladiator arena, dude. Like, yep. these are not, like, but again, that's cool, like, Go go on on your YouTube documentary. Like, go ahead and and you know push back on that. But what I'm saying is like, man, I just I, I think that it's a I just think it's a unique proposition from the Bible. The Bible's like, yo, son, take it or leave it, bro. This is what we're saying, and we know the implications. Like, if this mm-hmm. was a, the writers are like, if this is a lie, like I get, I'm an idiot. Like that's crazy, man. That is crazy. Yeah. That's not someone peddling like anything for your money. These dudes were poor, by the way, thrown in prison. Mm-hmm. They went through a lot. So these yeah. are not like, these aren't like prosperity. These dudes weren't in Bentleys. Okay. Like yeah. Paul was in prison frequently for talking about Jesus. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like if it were me, if I knew it was fake, if I was like, dude, I'm just making this up cause I'm trying to make a buck one time <laughs> in a Roman prison. And I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I won't talk about it anymore. I'm probably done. I'm like, I'll go, right. I'll go sell fruit or something, you know, like, mm-hmm. so there's my and rant, I, bro. I mean, that, that even circles back to some of our, our older episodes about all religions saying the same thing. A lot of yeah. other religions are going to say, Hey bro, just trust me. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. you know what I mean? A, a, a lot of, a lot of religions are going to be like, man, oh, yeah. hey, just, just, just trust me, man. I had this experience. Trust me. Like this, yep. this is the way. And Jesus and Christianity just been, kind of been like, like, Hey man, come and see, come and believe. Like you can ask Dude. all the questions. We're, we're going to have some answers for you. It might not be an answer you like, or it may be an answer you like. Yep. And there, there can be another topic where you disagree on, but the, the root of it all is like this man, Jesus came to die for your sins and he lived a very specific way and said, follow me, do as I do. Cause this is how I'm calling you to live. So yeah, dude, I'm telling you, what are, what are some of the misconceptions you see about Jesus in culture? Like, what are some of the caricatures you see, um, where it's like, where people are presenting Jesus in a fashion that they enjoy, like the Talladega Nights, like, <laughs> I like a Jesus who can party. Like, what are some of the examples that stick out in your head? Uh, oh, well, I mean, growing up in Southern California, I've seen two types of Jesus. Come on. I've seen, I've seen the Jesus that I mentioned earlier that, you know, hits up Starbucks on his way to Huntington <laughs> beach early Saturday morning, yeah. you know, catches a few waves. Um, and then, you know, goes and has a nice dinner. I've also seen the Jesus that drives a Prius um, yes. and says, don't ever tell anyone they're doing something bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, I did, I mean, I guess I've, I guess I've seen three types of Jesus cause I've also seen the Southern California Jesus that says, um, don't let anyone ever take your guns. And yes, that's uh, a good one. the, the American constitution is next to the gospel. So <laughs> those are the three, those are the three different types of, uh, Jesus I've seen in SoCal. <laughs> Dude, bro, um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about, um, I'll tell you one I really like. I think, 
so there's two that stand out for me. There's like the um, academic progressive Jesus um, that is is like called upon when someone's making like a poignant Instagram video where it's mm. like, mm. like, you know, where people like I see this all the time. It's like someone is, you know, um, someone's talking about some social issue. Um, they're fighting for, you know, some perspective they feel passionate about. And then um, they reference, well, the faith that I was raised in says that we should do such and such. And it's kind of funny because you're like, you you know, you're like, bro, that person, man, like, bro, you haven't been to church in a minute, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, you, you know what I'm saying? Because you've seen their other content and you're like, you're like, hey, man, I, I ain't got, I, I ain't got reason to judge you. I'm just saying, like, it's kind of funny to me when you act, you act like this and then you're like, get on your high horse and you're like, well, I was raised in this faith. And it's like, you throw shade at faith the rest of the time. And then when it's convenient, all of a sudden, Jesus is like a model for this. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. Um, another one I really like, this is probably my favorite, uh, and I'm coining this. I don't think anyone's ever said this. Um, it's, I, it, I consider it, it's called Funko Pop Jesus. That's what I, I think is a popular one right now. So I really like the little Funko Pop uh, action figures, collectibles. I have a, Ven- a Venom one on my desk, a Miles Morales one. I love them. But that's kind of what I think. There's like if I were to describe what I think happens with Jesus, uh, in our culture today, especially with like millennials, uh, Gen Z is like (laughs) on someone's shelf, there's like a healing crystal. There's like a little Buddha ashtray. There's like a Krishna blanket on the background. And then there's like a Jesus Funko. And Mm. it's like, again, it's like a religious Avengers group. Like that's kind of how he's treated. And, um, it's funny because it's like, all right, like he gets lumped in as like, people say things like, this is what I think happens. People go, yeah, man, no, he just has some really good things to say. I'm like, well, if you're well, like, what, like, what did he say that you really liked? Cause I, I like a lot of what he has to say, but <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he would, he would like throw that crystal in the lake. I'm pretty sure he would have a pretty interesting conversation with Buddha. He'd probably chop it up, but they disagree. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember for our listeners, the original Buddha didn't believe in a God and Jesus was like, I am God. So this is an interesting thing. And then, you know, like it's just, the list goes on and on and on, but I find it funny how it's like, that's a caricature of Jesus right now. Is he's just like a religious Avenger or you throw him in a group and we all just kind of vibe. We don't yeah. know what he said. We don't know what he said, but we kind of vibe this idea of like a, you know, a nomadic homeless dude who uh, was just kind of like, He's kind of a hippie. I don't know. Like that's kind of what people <laughs> yeah. think about him. You know? Yeah, I've 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 seen uh, versions of hippie Jesus. Yeah, hippie Jesus, man. Yeah, um, man. So when I was thinking about, you know, talking on this podcast, when I was thinking about, um, a story from the Bible, like my mind went to like, okay, what's like the best spot in the gospels. The gospels are essentially like autobiographical accounts of Jesus written by his followers about the life of Jesus, about who he was, what he did. Um, and I was like, dang dude, like what could we break down? What could we chop up? 
um, to have an interesting conversation? Like what's the most clear where you read it and like if someone were to come to you and go, all right, Bible is dope podcast. You had me. I was laughing and I left your review. Who the heck is Jesus? Like, what would you <laughs> say? Uh, and I stumbled on the other day a uh, passage from the Gospel of Matthew uh, where Jesus has an interesting encounter uh, with his disciples. Um, and it really is like a moment of uh, talking about who he actually is. And he has an interesting uh, point of conflict that I think is pretty um, pretty telling for us in our day and age. So uh, we're going to get into this. Cue the music. All right, Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 28. <clears throat> now, when Jesus came into the district of uh, Caesarea Philippi, he Caesarea. asked... Caesarea. Say that one more time. <laughs> Caesarea. Caesarea, okay. Uh, let me start start that over. <clears throat> we'll keep that in the bottom. I'm just kidding. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do you say the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say I, that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are, the Christ, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth shall be lo- lost in heaven. Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. <clears throat> From then on, Jesus began to tell his disciples plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem and that he would suffer many terrible things at the hands of the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of the religious law. He would be killed, but on the third day he would be raised from the dead. But Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Heaven forbid, Lord, he said, this will never happen to you. Jesus turned to Peter and said, get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view and not from God's. Then then Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in the glory of his Father and will judge all people according to their deeds. And I tell you the truth, some standing here right now will not die before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Dude, that, let's break this down. That is a story. Did you feel the heat from that right there? Oh, yeah, I've struggled with that. Like, for our listeners, uh, if you're, this this is my opinion, if you're reading the Bible and you're not, like, wrestling with it or, like, feel, like, mad at it, you know, after you read it, sometimes, (laughs) like... Yeah, I don't know if you're reading it correctly. Like, it's it's a hard book, man. Like, Jesus, that's, again, that's what I'm saying. When people are like, they they come up with, uh, you know, like, I'm going to give you an example. I had some buddies growing up, and they were uh, Catholic, but I had never really met 
um, committed. I didn't really know what that was. I mean, I knew that they had a difference in opinion of like how you get to heaven, but, um, I had some buddies, man, they were Catholics and, uh, bro, they did the whole thing. I'd never met people like that. Like they're like, yeah, man, I did my, you know, my first communion at this side note. They got a lot of money for that. I was like, bro, what is, this is a good little gig you got going here, dude. But like they did the whole thing. Like there's, they did the regimented Catholic process, but I was hanging out with them, you know, outside of church. And bro, these were like some bad dudes, but I was like, <laughs> dang, man, like, what do you do? You just cruise in and like say your piece to the priest. And then, you know, he gives you like a clean sheet for the week and you go hand Like it was interesting. And so in, in all seriousness, like when I look at a passage like this, it's like, yo, this thing is hard, dude. Like this doesn't, this isn't a Jesus who's like, nah, it's cool, bro. Do what you want to do. He like makes a, he draws like lines in the sand frequently with people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sheesh. Yo, there is an example of a Jesus story that does not fit popular myth. I think popular myth, outside of what McKay and I have already discussed in this episode, is probably just like, you know, especially, I'll tell you right now, out here in California, the Jesus we like, by and large, if I were to generalize, I think is this Jesus that's like, cool with everything like ultimately he just got like a smile on his face potentially a doobie in his hand (laughs) like that's literally the image of jesus out here like jesus doesn't get mad like he's kind of just he he looks like a stoner like he's just hey everything's good man we're cool whatever you say whatever you say and it's funny how like people can make him fit you know at least in their minds they can take this person of jesus and try and like fit him in this little scenario that fits for their narrative um but man you read this passage in the gospel of matthew chapter 16 and that's a jesus that comes out swinging like that is a jesus that all of a sudden flips everything on everybody's head now like for the disciples he no longer fits their category and plan that they had like he he's not doing what they want him to do he's saying i'm going a different route um you know, I think the disciples probably wanted him to be more of a political figure um, who would enact some big change in their current situation more than this, like, you know, kind of shadowy thing he was saying where, I don't know, you go to a city and then you're going to get persecuted and then you're going to die and then you're going to be resurrected. Like what? Um, interesting. The disciples don't even ask him about that. So all that to say, McKay and I enjoyed chopping up that story and we think that Um, That's an example of there being more to the person of Jesus than you've probably heard about. Um, Now, here's the good news. There's another episode coming. So we're going to continue this conversation in our series called Jesus Peace. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this conversation. Stay tuned, though. We're going to get into even more just conversations about how Jesus is a compelling character. We've also got some other incredible episodes lined up coming soon that we're excited to bring you in on. So look, here's the last thing I got to say. Man, I would love it. McKay and I would love it. Seriously, it would bring joy to our hearts if you think this podcast is dope. We think it's dope. If you think it's dope, um, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a review in the iTunes store. If Apple Podcasts is your podcast platform of choice, man, if you've got a sec, swipe over there, write us a review. Let us know what you think. It helps people find our podcast in the Apple store um, and makes McKay and I feel really good. Additionally, if Spotify is your podcast app of choice, 
give us a follow so that anytime we drop a new episode, we show up in your feed and it's nice and easy to connect with us. So man, we appreciate you listening. Thank you for supporting the Bible is Dope podcast. If you like what you're hearing, hit us up on social media. You can catch me at, at Mike Terrell, M-I-K-E-T-E-R-U-E-L. You can also catch McKay at, at DJ underscore M-U-H-K-A-Y. Um, and yeah, shoot us a DM. We'd love to talk. Also, share this podcast with a friend. If you know somebody who needs it, send them their way. 2020 could always use a little bit of encouragement, right? So we appreciate you rocking with us. God bless you.